0: Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and Us. Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics
1: that couples experience in everyday married life.
0: So, let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Really, you shouldn't. Thank you so much.
1: Thank oh, you so much. Man. Yes,
0: we are glad to be back. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Thanks. We took um, the first week that we haven't put one out since we right, started. since we
1: started in January because we went on vacation.
0: Vacation, exactly. Got out of the country, went to Cancun, Yeah. and we had a wonderful time.
1: Yeah, and just so you guys know, uh, no, no one broke into our home. While no, we were no going. one. Right, Remember we, had we had mentioned some, that before. Yeah. You
0: had some concerns. I evidently, did. Evidently about your, my, our families <laughs> and our friends. Our family and friends breaking in. friend choices. Uh, so.
1: Thank you to all you guys who decided not to do that while yes, we were we, we, we appreciate
0: it. Uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> um, we're going to get into some different topics today, but I, I thought it was important you brought up maybe spending just a Couple moments here at the beginning, literally talking about the importance of getting away and taking a vacation and spending time. Uh, I think we touched on a couple of episodes back where, yes, it is with family and th- that can sometimes be, quote unquote, a vacation. But sometimes. All right, when it, you go see your family. Right, but sometimes true. It, you don't get much <laughs> relaxation with that. And it's great to make memories with your kids as well, too, if that's the stage you are in your life. But we it's it is important to spend time just together as a couple
1: absolutely i think it's really really important and what i was sharing with you earlier was just thinking about the investment that you make right you know into your marriage and your relationship when you know it's just the two of you because yeah when kids come and all i mean you know there's family vacations and all of that and especially when kids come i think that that's when maybe the the trips where it's just you know just mom and dad you know just a couple right it, it, you don't you don't really prioritize that and
0: your alone time is what you're talking about. Right, and taking a trip right.
1: possibly just the two of two you, of you right. and investing in that. It's just so important and it, and it we just we had the best time. Yeah. It was just wonderful and I know I was talking about the time that we spent together as a couple and you know just enjoying each other and talking and uh, of course being on the beach was great. We were right. you know walking on the beach together and just spending time but also the time that we had just to individually Vigil. rest, you know. Uh, I read,
0: read a book. I know that may sound boring to some people, whatever. But you know, having those moments to just carve out a few minutes to just read, you walk the beach, uh, look for shells, and and we've touched on this before. Uh, we've heard this quite a while about. It. There is something to be said about silence as well, too. Knowing that you can sit there with the person you love and you're not having to entertain. Right. I think that's a wonderful place to get to as a couple when you realize that it's it that you don't have to f- fulfill or feel every moment of their life with something right. it's just enjoying being together
1: right just the companionship just knowing you're like you said in the same room together not always talking even but just right. that comfortability of doing life together yeah, yeah absolutely know? and it, so i was just thinking about the gratitude that i felt in my heart coming back from the trip and and feeling recharged and paying attention to when we need to be recharged, right. I think is also really important. We live in a very fast-paced life, not only us when I'm talking about our own lives, but us as a whole. whole. As a, you know, as as a society, you that are listening, right? right? You know, it's just like let's go, go, go. Um, and it's just so wonderful to have some time to. Yeah, just kind of let go and and truly relax.
0: It was interesting as we spent time with some other people on the trip as well too, friends and different uh, people that I work with and people I've got to know. I did hear this a few times, and I think we all have to be, and I think this is what I hear you saying as well too. I would hear them saying, I don't know how to sit still. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to turn off the switch that says I've got to be doing something. Right. So learning to relax you know, learning how to have those still moments, and we and what's kind of go ahead. And I was going
1: to say the reason because you're saying friends and all the the trip that we went on was a trip that Rob's company uh, blessed us with. Yeah, you know, for, you being, know, for, for, for achievements for, being, uh, for achievements, and so there were other people there that Rob works with, and you know they brought someone with them too. So yeah, I'm sure, you know, when you're, especially when you're spending time with people that you do work with, you know. Or
0: or some are in the similar field that you're Right. You guys
1: really go, go, go. Yeah. It's kind of like, what am I doing? I'm actually just being still and relaxing. This is pretty awesome, right? Yeah.
0: And so it's, it's hard to, you know, that's why a lot of times on vacation, it takes a few days just to turn that switch off. That's true. You know, and be able to have those moments where you relax. And what I was about to say, which really kinda uh leads us into today's topic. We're gonna spend a little bit of time today talking about overthinking.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Good one.
0: Yeah, that that could be a, a big bomb for some people. And but <laughs> it's and we've said this so many times in the past, you know, when you're in the midst of an argument or a disagreement as a couple or you know, even with a friend or a coworker. That ability to slow down, and you've heard us say it many times, hit that pause button and have the moment where you can step back and reflect. And we're going to look at some a few different things today as well, too, but I wanted to read this before we get going. So overthinking is when you dwell on or worry about the same thing repeatedly. People who overthink can be paralyzed by their words and may struggle to make decisions or take action. Overthinking can be caused by and contribute to depression, anxiety, or stress. So the number one thing that I think you and I've heard over the years from couples is when it comes to arguing that it is a pattern that's created. And we've said this so many times. Most of the time, we're having the same argument over and over again.
1: Yes you are definitely right and there's times when that's why it's almost like a deja vu moment right mm. it's kind of like have we you know have we already talked about this countless times and and if you are in that repeat it's definitely a uh, a way to take note to say wow there's something that we just have not found a way to resolve and that's why we keep circling the same issue over and over and over and what's kind of dangerous about that well, it, it can go two ways. When you keep circling around situations like that, either one, it really starts building up a resentment, mm. or two, you just become so numb to it uh. that you ignore the fact that it keeps happening. It's almost like it's it must not be that important, but yet it really is important because it keeps coming back up.
0: And you predetermine what your spouse is going to say, which... Stops the flow of communication and stops those what we've what we've labeled as productive conflict, where you have the ability to learn from an argument. Again, and uh, just to find maybe this is your first time listening to it. Understanding an argument is different than a fight. A fight there's a winner and a loser. With an argument, it, we view it as a, that's how we define it as an opportunity to learn something about your spouse. It's really I thought about this. It's really like being stuck in the spin cycle of a washing machine. <laughs> I mean, you just keep going round and around. You, right. you know, if you, if you were just stuck there where all you do is got rinsed all the time and there's actually <laughs> no wa- washing going on, I mean, you know, you would realize the washing machine is broke. Right. There's something wrong with it. Yes. That, you know, so you don't the power, whatever you have to do. But I think, you know, uh, I, I've got some of these written down. I really want us kind of to dive into these. Um, uh, There's steps that you can take as a couple which help you move in uh, the right direction. We touched on that just a second ago, that pause or that ability to take a deep breath. Right. And when you're in that argument to go, okay, what really, and this is in there as well, to look at the bigger picture. And we've said our statement all the time that the relationship Always has to be bigger than the than the problem, than the problem, right? And you're the statement that we've made. Tom, you don't have to.
1: You don't th- have to think alike, alike but you do you have, have to think, think together. together.
0: Exactly, and and I think that's where I think isn't that an incredibly simple statement, but powerful. You don't have to think alike, but you do have to think together. Because you said I've heard you say this before, and talk about this maybe just for a second that we don't always agree on everything. Correct. And we didn't know exactly. that in the beginning
1: sure no we didn't at all a- and i think either uh either there was a thought that oh we're married now so you're going to think like i think and we're just going to do everything together i think that for us was where that challenge uh you know really was for right. us as a couple your expectation and it was done out of the fact that you just love being around me which i sure. can't i can't complain about that <laughs> But, you know, you just – you wanted me to do everything with you, and there were some things that you were doing that I I just didn't find enjoyable or attractive to want to do it, you know, at all. Um, But usually if I mention something about not doing those things with you, you know, it just – uh, you know, you why? You know, you're just wanting to know why it felt more like you were like I was saying. I don't want to spend time with you, versus oh, I'm just not interested in this certain thing you're wanting to do. Yeah, right? It to, became more personal.
0: I wanted you to define that a little bit more. The difference between activity and like chores or things around the house. Make sure we understand we Right. Talking about. Go ahead. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you're. Well, activities is like things that we do outside, like, you know, well, uh, I don't enjoy washing the dishes, so I'm not going to do it. That's not, that's you know, we're not giving you a, you know, a get out of jail card. That's not, we're talking about activities outside your normal things that you have to get done as a couple. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Like, you know,
1: we've, I think we've given this example before. I'm not really one to enjoy bike riding. Yes. But you love bike riding. Uh, there was a season where you loved to run all the time. And I did do one marathon you with did, you. Yes. I, I did. I have
0: pictures to prove it. Yes. We'll but, put those up on. You know, low. you
1: were running almost the whole time. I was running some and then walking and then running and walking. And thankfully, because those five Ks, you know, you got all kinds of people there, yeah. your moms with baby strollers. You know, it's a it's a it's about accomplishing, getting to the finish line, not exactly uh the speed that it takes to get one to oh yeah. Because the obviously
0: line. there was a just a lot tons faster, of people, so that than you know, me. I found yeah. a
1: place, but but it wasn't like I was running alongside of you and keep it, but but so I I did it with you, yeah. yes, right? But I did it in a way that was more enjoyable for me. Yes. So yes, I think we're talking more about hobbies and interests right. and that sort of thing versus yeah, chores that have to get done around the house. I and mean, we've it, always uh, been,
0: we've always taught couples. This is, this is we just believe this works. Chores are not a man or a woman's job. They're a us job. Right. You know, vacuuming, I, you know, somewhere some guy came up with some idea that, you know, well, vacuuming must be a woman's job. That—that That, that <laughs> is the most, listen, if you're listening to this, a guy never used that statement. That must be a woman's job. That will not go well no. in your marriage. Do not say that line. So, I'm so to, true. I'm trying to save some of you right there. Yes. We, we see chores as an opportunity. For both of us now, your pace is different than my pace. That was something we learned as well too. That and and you've shared this before in the past about overthinking about well, do they not see what I'm going through? How hard I'm working? I'm up and down. And you had to learn a pace also to slow down, which was beneficial for you as well too. I can
1: definitely speak to that. Uh, So I grew up in a household where I had you know my mother was just one that she really just was into getting things done in a timely manner always. Um, And the house was always in place. You know, I mean, we just, I I don't ever remember a time growing up that our living room was ever kind of messy or whatever. She just liked everything very neat and tidy. And so to accomplish that, her pattern was, you know, you just, you constantly were maintaining, you know, because she had a full-time job. She really wasn't like a stay-at-home mom. you know, every, everything had its place and time. And so I picked that up from her uh, thinking that's what a good wife does because typically, you know, we're modeling ourselves after what we see in, uh, in our mothers for us as wives. Um, and so for me, that's exactly what I did. And I had a hard time dealing with if the house looked a little messy. Right. And so my priority was we're going to keep things neat and tidy. So like the one little example, yeah, we get done eating dinner. The dishes are now in the sink. My inclination is from what I've learned this pattern, I need to get in there and do these dishes right now. Right. Where you would, you know, you you enjoy like eating dinner. Uh, We don't really even eat at the table always, you know, but sit in the living room, eat dinner, watch a show, watch something on TV, and then just kind of enjoy the evening. The dishes are not a priority for you, you know, that you need to get them done right then and there. That's
0: why I love paper plates. <laughs> just saying. <laughs>
1: And Maddie's more was more wired like you as a kid, so you guys are ready to just chill out in the living room, and all I can do is think about the dirty dishes, dishes in the sink right. while the TV's on, and and I, I I had to this struggle to choose between, am I going to stay in here and watch the show or go take care of the dishes? So my compromise was, I'm going to watch the show, and every time a commercial's on, I'm going to run to the kitchen for two and a half minutes or right. whatever. The commercials are trying to wash one or two dishes and come back. Um, where I assumed and started letting my imagination get it carried away with me is I took on a mindset like, wow, I guess Rob and Maddie just really don't care about right. the fact that I'm running back and forth and they're just in this living room chilling out, watching TV, having a really good time while I I can't do that because there's dirty dishes right. in the sink. So until I brought it up to end the assumption side of what I was doing, because, you know, imagination assumption gets you in trouble. That's what we're talking about. And brought it up. I mean, for both of you, you, you know, your first response to me was, oh, we didn't, we didn't know. All you have to do is ask, ask for uh, us to help Help. you. Okay. So in that moment, You were shocked by that. I I was very shocked, you know, and, um,
0: what do you mean I have to ask? Right. Yeah, I I do. Yes,
1: absolutely. I think, yeah, that was where it was like this moment where I, well, am I going to get offended to say, what do you mean I have to
0: ask for you
1: guys to help me? Can't you tell I need help? Mm. Right. There's my assumption. Do you not even care? I want to
0: interject there. I think that's important. We've touched on that before with our spouses, but even with our children, to assume that just because we're their parents, that they should know exactly what we're thinking. Explaining that moment, you know, I think was super helpful for Madison as well too, because it was like, it connected us with you as well too.
1: Right. Yeah, it's so true. And like I said, what I had to realize in the moment was I needed to send an invitation to the both of you, and then I would gladly get your help in return. And of course, you know, then we started working on, oh, uh, we'll do the dishes, you know, right after we eat and then we can just enjoy the whole evening. And definitely buying paper plates was also a great <laughs> idea. Sorry to the trees we killed in doing so, but it was very helpful because it was less things to clean because we, you know, we typically uh, cook every night.
0: Which is which was another one of the points as well too. Look at the bigger picture. Right. Which is what you did and that and that helped you step back from overanalyzing and and causing stress for sure. you as well too. Or or getting
1: offended, offended. thinking, Oh, I mean you know, why would I why do I have to, you know, I mean there there are there's that road you can go down. Why do I have to ask for your help? You know, because if you care, you would already be up and helping me. Right. And exactly. not understanding maybe you're not wired like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's
0: okay. Sure. Which leads to another point that we that we had as well too. So step back and look at how you're responding. Mm. I think that is, and you just really hit the nail on the head. And we've said this countless times. That ability we talked about the pause, that ability to have the courage, and it takes courage, it takes bravery to look at yourself honestly and say, "Is it me? Mm-hmm. Is how I'm responding causing?" me to overthink or causing this, what has now moved from an argument into a fight? Is is it how I'm viewing that? And do I need to rewire something in myself so I learn how to respond in a different way? Or, and we've said this before as well too, have that ability to be vulnerable with your spouse or your kids or a coworker and say, and this is a scary statement, how are you perceiving me in this moment right now? Yeah. That's...
1: That's vulnerability. That's
0: vulnerability. And that that's tough. I remember the first time I did it, I had to, like you said, I had to fight off the offense. I had to say, wait a minute, these are people that love me and know me well. They're not going to say anything that's, that's going to hurt me intentionally. But I need to ask this question because it's something I desire to change in myself. And if... And if you're, I've heard you say this before, I, well, they don't know you like I know you. you said that in, mm. not as much lately, but right, in but, the time, past, years before, yes. you, know, you would say, you know, I don't know if they know you like I know you. And I think that's why that statement has so much uh, strength behind it and love behind it is because obviously we've worked on our vulnerability. And I, so I think that's important that you have that ability just to step back and look how you're responding to something.
1: Yes, I think so. And and without vulnerability, you're not going to get too far. No. You know. It's it's scary, yes, but wow, does it open doors? Does it ever heal things? Mm. Does it? It's just being vulnerable. Would you say that's
0: why people get scared to go there because they don't realize there's healing on the other side?
1: I would say yes. I don't think they think of it as being healing. I think they they think of it as a possibility to get hurt. Mm. And I'm not going to say that when you are vulnerable that you're 100 percent not going to get hurt. There are times that yes, you will you will get hurt. And I'm not talking about even like in marriage, like you know our relationship. But you, do you think hurt? I want to ask
0: you about that because I don't want anybody to hear that the wrong way. Not, maybe not hurt, but challenged or hurt. I mean, it can be hurtful, but but when you if I was to, if I'm asking you that question, let's just go about from the mm-hmm. couple. When I asked you that, it's because I know I can trust you and we've developed these habits.
1: Yeah. So and maybe I, that's a good yes. thing. We know each other. We right. have, we have invested. I know time you're into
0: for each me. Each and that's a statement that we yes. make. I'm for you and you're for me. Yes. That if we're introducing that one maybe for the first time today. I know you're for me. Right. And if you're listening to this and maybe you've not developed that yet right you've you've got to be able to say in that moment, if your spouse says something to you that is hurtful, say can you, you again watch how it steps back to you again because your your desire you ask the question, sure, your desire is hey, help me understand what you're saying because how how I heard that it was a little hurtful help help me process that a little bit better so I can get to the healing part and why I ask you how you were perceiving me right now because my desire is to have a closer relationship with you and have better communication fair
1: I think that's fair and maybe hurt when I'm using the word hurt maybe hurt's not the best word I will think I would say that when I have been vulnerable and asked the question of how are you experiencing me and I hear the answer to that, and it's something that um maybe hurt that makes me maybe makes me sad mm-hmm. might be you know that that I'm being experienced in that way because that wasn't my intention okay, okay. I, I'm gonna say if I went down that road
0: I, I'd say for me my word would be embarrassed hmm. or shameful because my desire is I love you and I mean, because when we're asking each other these questions it's because we value the relationship I mean be honest some, some we've talked about surface level relationship before I I, I love a lot of people. But there's not a lot of people that I want to go that deep with. And that's okay, too. Right. And I think we, again, that whole thing. So for me, that desire to be liked and loved. You know, somebody says something to you that that if they don't really know me, like you know me or my close friends, you've got to have the ability to go, they just don't know me.
1: Yeah.
0: And and that's okay as well, too. Yeah. So overthinking, I think we're going to have to do another one. (laughs) <laughs> we got <laughs> so much to discuss we got right? so much to discuss with that but understanding that ability and we'll talk about some more maybe on, on the next one but taking these steps recognizing that you can overthink a situation right and knowing that that it's that your your thoughts can betray you at times mm-hmm. because they can tell you a truth i think that sometimes is not real and that and that's that's where i think can things can become hurtful right when you step out and you ask your spouse or somebody that you really care for and you f- and you feel they're just coming back at you just to make a point so I, I we want to encourage you as a couple if you're listening to this when you if, if you're not there or your desire is to get to that place of that vulnerability be aware of the bravery it's taken on both of your parts to share these moments.
1: Yes. So good, right? Yeah. Because okay. that's
0: that 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 takes that takes courage.
1: It takes a lot of courage.
0: So how you respond to your spouse, how you pause before you just say something is is it really is important. So so don't just take it a flippant way. You know, when you've shared things with me in the past or vice versa, and and I've shared this so many times with countless men and women. How, when I was in moments, I would share something deep with you, and how you responded to me was always very healing for me, and it mm-hmm. made me feel safe. Yes, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Feel
1: the same about you.
0: Same with you. Well, that's today. Yeah, we'll be back next week.
1: Yeah, we're gonna keep keep going with this yeah. one. This that, is a really yeah, this good is topic. Really
0: good, really good topic. All right. Well, we will talk to you. See see you. Whatever. <laughs> case may be I kind of lost where I was going with that but how about
1: I'll just close and say see you next week
0: see you next week thanks guys (laughs) bye bye
1: you've been listening to marriage and us with your hosts robin robin Atkins. stay up to date by following them on instagram at marriage and us underscore podcast and on twitter at marriage and us also hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple